Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of October 4th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that, that that's it. Just the Dos Compadres once again. Yeah, it was supposed to be another tripod, but... Once again, things kind of fall through at the last minute. Mm, weddings. Well, <laughs> I, I, I yeah, don't understand that. So, uh, I, I, I'm, well, I'm not close to understanding it, but I'm on the road to understanding uh, it, and that's mm. what matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I will say, last week it wasn't Luna's fault that she couldn't be on. It was some old guy who hit a who hit her power pole. I know we talked about that last week, but I just wanted to reemphasize that wasn't her fault. Nah, I just think that. it's that one scene from Halloween where they the, the guy <laughs> just threw Michael Myers threw that guy on an electrical post, and that's how the blackouts happen. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, how have you been then? Yeah, mostly good. You know, it's been busy here. Uh, managing a lot of things trying to find like the work-life balance is i want to say like one of the more difficult aspects of being an adult and i think it gets it's not something that's really talked about when you're a kid it really it really isn't something that is talked about as a kid but it's something that's really crucial and vital as an adult or because if you don't find like that balance of work and life you just get burnt out on everything. So I'm, and so it's like, you know, I'm dating again. I'm doing real estate. I've got the site. You know, I try to have my own life too. And trying to juggle four things at once has never been my forte or cup of tea and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to find that balance and how all that works out. And so, yeah, but I'm hanging in there. I'm doing real, relatively good. I got some bad news earlier today that I'm, I'm kind of depressed about a little bit, but it'll be okay. Fingers crossed it'll be okay. I don't know if it'll be okay. Let's hope it'll be okay. But other than that, uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you hanging in there, bud? I'm alive. I'm here. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah, yeah, nothing much. I bought like a couple of Rosalia's things. They had their announcement of the all best of clips a couple months ago, and that's releasing in November. I finally got them enough money to go and get it. And then they just announced that they'll be doing a Blu-ray version of their seventh concert. So it has both uh, Rosalia, Poppin' Party, and Reza Sulin. All three days, so that'll be the first time that Reza Sulin has a full-on nice. Blu-ray release of their live live show. So they had one when they were just called the Third, but that was before uh, Sumusume, the little DJ lady, joined them. So all the interesting things. Gotcha. But besides that, now we we only have one news, and. Uh, <laughs> We're going to take a different approach this week as we're just going to talk just talk about stuff about the lovely little media of the Japanese industry in general. That could be about games, that could be about the animes. Yeah. So, it's also a chance for the audience to get to, get a, to know us a little bit better outside of art music tastes, I guess would be a way to put it. 
Yes, yes, yes. So what have you been watching? Let's start with that, like drama and or otherwise. Oh, well, I've, let's see, I'm eagerly anticipating the last episode of Astro Lost in Space. So that'll be next week. I, I started watching, it's really weird. I wasn't a huge fan of isekai anime, and yet somehow I keep watching isekai anime. <laughs> and like last night, I started watching a new show. I, I'm not even going to begin to try to tell you the name of it. But the whole premise is the guy gets stuck in a labyrinth and he he really sucks at killing things, I guess is a good way to put it. And he somehow manages to kill a monster. He's trapped in this labyrinth. He can't get out and he manages to kill this monster and he's hungry. So he eats the monster and he learns that he can get like their abilities and stuff like that. And it levels him up drastically. So he starts eating all the monsters and he gets like super powerful. He, he goes down to the bottom of the labyrinth. That's last where I left off. Like he, he's at the bottom of the labyrinth and he's getting ready to come back out. So I'm like, oh, okay. Other than that, um, watching Fire Force and Dr. Stone, which will make sense when we get to the music corner for the week. Because Doc Stone, which is a really, really good anime. If you've not watched it, I, I do recommend that. It, it's really good. It's about basically rebuilding society after everybody got turned to stone. and it, It's scientific-based, but it, it's interesting. And it, it holds my attention pretty well. And I like the character so far. So definitely recommend that. Hooray. <laughs> what you've been watching, bud? been watching Diamond No Ace Season 2 because I was just like, oh, I re-upped to my country role just for that. I was like, yeah, okay, I miss watching baseball. And I used to be one of the subbers for them because I used to work for country role for, as a part-timer. Well, one of the lovely little subtitle companies that they used, I used to work there part-time. Gotcha. So I knew a lot about the characters and I knew a lot about the the anime and how it was made and... Uh, all the subbing works and all the characters and stuff like that. And it's interesting what they're using. It's the same company that's doing the subbing for this team, so nothing really changed. So they they translated all the English terms into baseball terms, English baseball terms, because it's different from the Japanese baseball terms that they use. Oh, okay. I know nothing about the sport, so <laughs> I wouldn't know. But, I mean, it does make sense. Besides that, I'm watching that. I was watching The Naked Director on Netflix. You guys should watch that. It is not safe for work, so please don't watch that while you're at work or in the public <laughs> or don't just blast it in general. There's a lot of nudity. There's a lot of... With, with a name like The Naked Director, I would hope so. But isn't that inspired by real-life events? Yes, it you is. I've, I've actually thought about watching it, but I have stopped. Yes, I... <laughs> You got to make sure you watch it alone <laughs> and make sure. Yeah, that, see, uh, I, I live with my parents. Well, so even so, I, if, as long as you're not just like blasting the sound, then I think <laughs> you'll be okay. Yeah, I see. It, it's very rare that I'm here by myself to where I can kind of not not worry about somebody walking in. My parents stopped knocking years ago. Oh, yeah. Besides that, I've been watching High Score Girl, which is a really good anime. And is good about the game, fighting gaming culture during the lovely 90s eras, 80s to 90s eras of when the boom of fighting game stuff started to happen. So, 
very very interesting that actually does sound interesting i never heard of that oh you should watch it it's an amazing anime it's done by 3d so if you don't like that style you might get a little turn off but the story's really really good I, i don't like that style but i'll watch it just i won't love the animation uh, although to be fair, I haven't seen the latest Spider-Man movie because I think it's ugly. What was the name of the anime so I can write it down? Uh, High Score Girl season two should be coming out this season too. It's interesting because that's that's a anime not a whole lot of people are talking about. Uh, it's on Crunchyroll. It's a it's an anime that the fighting game community is uh, talking about. True. Oh, have you seen um have you seen any of um, Kamen Rider Zero yet? Zero no. one. No. <laughs> Nope. Oh, you haven't watched Geo. No, no, no. I'm no. We're not gonna watch the Kamen Rider right now. <laughs> oh. But what about games? What have you been playing? Uh Code Vein is mostly what I've been playing. I need to get back I've been kind of trying to juggle Code Vein with Final Fantasy Fourteen, but because I've I've been in the mood for something that's a little bit more fast paced, action y sort of reaction y sort of thing. So I've I've been kind of playing Code Vein a little bit and loving it, but I need to get back to fourteen because I gotta I gotta catch up to you. I I haven't played since we've played, and I want to at least get to the uh, Japan. Yes, <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to phrase it, but yes, yes, I want to get to Japan, at least that 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 that, that hub city. Cause, uh, yeah, like I did like two, I did like two missions in Stormblood, and I was like, I'm sorry, but I am, I am crashing hard, and I, I needed to get off. But yeah, our, our mutual friend is not only balancing 14, but he's also playing Iceborne, and he got back into Destiny, and then he keeps on telling me to go play Destiny because I was a huge fan of Destiny and everything, but I'm just burnt out on shooters, to be perfectly honest. It, it's. Well, and see, I've got a friend that's that's kind of hounding me to get Borderlands Three, but I'm kind of in the same boat. And also, there's all the controversy surrounding Borderlands Three that I'm just what like you talking about. You don't like Randy Pitcher? Uh, well, I'm indifferent on him, honestly. I mean, I I think he can say stupid things sometimes, but I mean, I personally don't hate him. It's more of the publisher when 2k sent the goons to that dude's house and then deleted his youtube page i'm like that's a step too far my good sir that is just a step too far like that that makes me hard to support anything that you guys do but i still want the game because i love borderlands i love borderlands 2 like the huge huge fan of those but i just i really just haven't been in the mood for it and it's a super buggy game. There's a lot of bugs in it from what I hear. And I'm like, ah, I'll just wait until they patch out some of the bugs and, you know, it runs smoother and stuff like that. And I'll probably have to solo for a while. I'm also not too keen on the siren and I always play the siren. So I'm like, eh. like the the new siren has the abilities of Lilith and Maya and her own abilities and her own abilities absolutely suck. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll go back to doing what I was doing in Borderlands 2, which is the holding people up in the orb and being basically crowd control because 
I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun, but I'm like, mm, I don't like the ground pound. Because this is not how I play. I, I really don't get in the middle of groups and try to create like all this AoE stuff. And the only reason why I kind of liked it with Lilith is because it was an aggro dump. So if like you have like 19 people shooting at you, you could pop it. And they're not shooting at you anymore. And you can kind of go on about your business. But her... But... Uh, I don't even know the new siren's name, but the new siren has like the ground pound because she she has like these ethereal arms that she forms and she slams the ground and causes this massive AOE area of effect. And it just like I'm just not I'm not feeling that. I don't I don't find that to be interesting or fun. Yeah, like I'm just kind of meh on her abilities, so I'll probably just go back to doing what Maya was doing. But I but see I always like the sirens because they they're the ones with like they get all the elemental buffs and I always like I'm the I'm the person who's like I have to have like the fire uh SMG the the you know like all the elemental SMGs and I'm like just carry around all the SMGs and I'm firing them like that's what I've always done with Borderlands. So Every time, like, there's a class that has, like, an elemental bend to it, that's what I run. And so, that's what I do. What have, what have you been playing, bud? Besides Final Fantasy fourteen, Only Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> uh, I've been playing that. I've been playing Pokemon Masters. I've been into the whole gacha thing. How is that? It's all right, but it is a gacha-ass gacha game. It is very slow in hell, too, for the progression. So I'm very disappointed at Nintendo's and their mobile practices as of late. Yeah. Because, yeah, Masters, the, the rate that you can get these these pretty much crystals, it's gems or whatever the, the hell it's to go and summon these people are really, 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 really slow. Yeah. Like, it would get to the point that I can only do a 10 pull once a week compared to, like... Jeez. Compared to, like, the Review Starlight, I could get it, like, every four days or so. That's that's crazy to me. I, I've heard a lot of bad things about the new Mario Kart game, and I'm like, I love Mario Kart. Like, that's one of my absolute favorite franchises. I'm not buying the phone game. Yeah, it's super yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, it was cer- certainly predatory. I, I, I Like, just, like, the whole... Like, you can't access the 200cc courses unless you're a monthly subscriber. Like, that's also, like, a super grindy game. And I'm like... Like, I love video games. I really do. But there, there are some days where it's like... I'm like... I don't know about the future of video games because... Microtransactions... I, I'm not, I don't think that they're the worst things that's ever happened to video games, but they're so, usually implemented so poorly that you're just like, can we just go back to the days where this wasn't an issue? That would be nice. You can blame Bethesda for that. I thought we could blame EA for everything. EA and Activision are, yeah, are usually like... But Bethesda Bethesda was the first person to have done it. <laughs> oh, well. Thank you, Bethesda. Hey, horse armor, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot yeah. about that stupid meme. How how expensive was that horse armor too? Like five bucks? Yeah, it was like five dollars. But yeah, nothing much besides that I am doing all the bang dream stuff, looking at all that lovely thing. What's funny is so like Idolmaster and all like Idolmaster and 
Love Live, they're all having their anniversaries right around this time, so they're doing their lovely gotcha campaign right now, so it's all all good fun here. You know what drops in eight days, don't you? No, I don't. My Hero Academia Season 4? Oh, I thought you were talking about games. I was like, oh, they just announced uh, what no. you call, um, <laughs> what was that? It's just something I forgot. This is something I forgot to talk about earlier when we were talking about other stuff. Yeah, yeah, so that drops in a couple couple days, so I'm not too worried about that. What what was the, My Hero, they have, they have that fighting game. They just announced a sequel for the fighting game, too, if I remember. Oh, yeah, like, uh, One's Justice, I think. Yeah, my, like uh, One's Justice 2. Yeah. So it, it's going to be vaguely following the story up to season four, I think, because they have the 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 crow oh. guy, the crow mask looking guy there, as one of the the fighters. Oh, the 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 plague, the yeah, the guy that yeah. with the plague. I mean, the healer guy from Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's based off of um, back in like the old 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 days when during like the plague the doctors would wear like that beak like mask and so um so they were called like plague doctors and so that's what that's known for i i do find it to be really really freaking creepy not gonna lie and it makes you look evil so more power to you like if i saw a guy with a plague mo- plague doctor's mask walking around i'd be like uh, get him arrest him he's up to something <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I don't know I, I've seen I've seen it advertised and I got burned with all the Naruto fighting games because I bought literally all of the Naruto fighting games and I was like yes 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 and then like I would play them for like a day uh case and point Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I bought the day it came out, which was my birthday. I played it the day it came out, which was my birthday. Over a year ago, and have not played it since. Because <laughs> I'm not really into fighting games. Well, the thing is, I'm, I'm really so, into fighting games. Oh, I, am fr- I freaking suck. I wish I was, but, but I'm not. I love the community. Like, the, commu- the, fighting, the FGC is, is an amazing community. Not so much the Smash community, but that's a little <laughs> bit later. Renford is part of the Smash community. I, I, I've heard horror stories about the Smash community. Although, the the biggest thing in the Smash community right now is the... They really, really want some Overwatch characters in Smash. And I'm like, how would that work? You're talking about what Blizzard wants over Smash. <laughs> well, I, from what I understand, they've gotten a lot of support from the community as a whole it's not just blizzard at this point but they're doing that heavy push right now as of late i i just i couldn't imagine playing overwatch on the switch because the sticks are so stiff like I, i have the the original doom on my switch like as a like doom is my favorite game of all time and when when i was a kid i wanted a laptop so I could install Doom on my laptop and play it wherever I went. That's how much I love Doom. So when they announce Doom for the Switch, you're literally talking about a childhood dream com- becoming reality. And I rarely play Doom on my Switch 
because the analog sticks are literally so stiff, I feel like I don't have enough control over my movement. I feel like I'm overturning, hitting walls. Like, I just feel like I can't aim appropriately. And, and I'm like, did I really want to play Overwatch on this device? I don't know. Now, to be fair, I only own Joy-Cons. Maybe the, maybe the, like, the Pro Controller has different smoothness in the stick. I don't know. But if I'm at home, I will, I, I bought it on the, the switch and I also bought it on the PS4. And so if, if I'm at home, I will play on the PS4 because I, I just, Mm. it's just way better. It just feels better to play. Yeah. I mean, there's just a couple things there. What about other, other music there? What have you been kind of listening to a little bit more? Uh, well, we didn't even talk about what we were listening to in the music in the Japanese music industry this week. Although I will say nothing too much interesting outside of the music corner. Uh, well, I've mostly just been listening to trying to prepare for the end of the year. That, that's what I've got my mind kind of focused on right now, is because I don't want to walk into December and not have a list pre-prepared of what I want my top ten songs for the year to be. So. Oh, we're only doing top five because I ain't gonna do edit that minefield of us <laughs> failed of an episode once again. <laughs> okay, well the the list is gonna get tighter. Sorry, high five. You were on there. <laughs> now you're not. <laughs> okay, so uh, I don't even know if LOL is gonna be in my top five then. For songs? Yeah. Yeah, they haven't done much. They only done like what? Uh, they have they've had two singles and I I will say Brave Up is in my opinion way better than uh their other song. I don't even remember the name of it. Uh something Sayonara. And but the the song that they released this year that I've listened to by far the most was actually on that single. But it's called Special Love, and it's and it it's like the only song that doesn't have a music video or attached to some sort of drama that they've done this year. And I I I, I absolutely love Special Love. That 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 song I listen to on repeat all the time, and it is by far my favorite LOL song done this year. And it's not in my top five. Like, I don't know. Like, right now, if I had to make the list today, it would be Hot, Hot, Hot by Toho Shinki. That would be number one. Uh, Happiness by Pentagon. I've been listening to the crap out of that. And uh, I, I keep going back and forth between Puzzle and Sayonara with Mad Kid. And I've had this debate, I think, for months now. Every time I've mentioned Mad Kid and I talk about my favorite song that they do, it's one of those two. And I honestly, like, if, if, if we could double up, like, Sayonara and Puzzle would be, both be on my top five list. Like, 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 you want to talk about songs that I have listened to the most throughout the year have been, like, those two songs. Uh, but I'd probably, right now, lean Puzzle 
It'll probably change come December. Uh, and Time on You, I've been listening to a lot, which is by Root Alpha. That song's, it's two, two minutes and two seconds long. But it is magnifico. Oh my god. I think honorable mention for Swag and Pride. Because, my God, that song's so great. What would be your top five if you had to do it right top now? Top five right now? Hmm. Yes. Let's see. If I were to do top five right now, if I were to have mentioned it, <laughs> uh, five would probably be Yes We Are by XL Tribe. Because that song is a really damn good song. That that was fantastic. That was superb I actually forgot about that song thank you for reminding me about that song that's why I'm here for it right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably Firebird is number one or up there honestly that's a good song too yeah, if I had to choose Tender's song one of Tender's songs I'm blanking on it I think it's Choice Choice is probably up there it's the song that really made me like him, and it was released in January, of all things. Oh, well, just in time. Yep, just in time. Uh, the, but I would have to pick also 3 Minute. 3 Minute is also kind of up there by by Eimer, and I can't think of another song, but that's that's probably a rough bass up there. I, I, I was like, I was, and here I was, those things like, man, I didn't get to mention uh, Flying Fish by the Fantastics, and... Like four or five other songs. I was like, oh man. Because I've been prepping for like top 10 all year. And so it's like, you know, I was kind of like. I was, uh, but what about new artists? Because this year you kind of matured. So a little bit. So uh, Right now today. And, and I'll, I, I will honestly be surprised if this changes. It'll probably be Root Alpha. But it could shift into Mad Kid. But I, I see myself picking Root a little bit more. So I will probably do that. I like I like I like my alphas a lot. Dude's fantastic. And I, I think he's got a really good career ahead of him. I think he's really talented. And of of all the people that we've talked about, I like, I like Mad Kid. This was really their breakout year, even though they've been around for a lot longer. This was their breakout year. And I'm I'm really happy that they you know, really broken out and found the success. I think they're really talented, but overall, I, I just think Root Alpha is just a, a class act. I think his music is fantastic, and he really just elevates the scene in, in a special way. And like his cadence is perfect. Like his rap cadence is so good. And that that when I when I talk about rap. Because I, I really, like, rap was one of those things in high school you couldn't have paid me to remotely like it. I hated rap so much. And it wasn't until I really discovered like the hips, that hip hop rap from like the 90s and stuff like that, that I really started liking rap. And one of the things that I've really, like really attracts me to rap is like if it has like a really good cadence and it just, it's, it's very pleasant to hear and, and listen to. So I, I really like Rudolph's style because his cadence just sounds so good to the ears and the way that he flows from, you know, word to word, just, it really works well. And 
I, I do. I, I just think he's talented. And to, to I really want to see where he goes and what his trajectory is going to be. Because he could... The, I mean, I think Life is like his gonna be like one of his first big songs and even even that i think hit like number 52 so he still has a way to go before he breaks out but i think i think he's going to break out at some point and when he does he could be huge and i i just think he has a really solid career ahead of him so right now if i had to to pick i would go with root alpha and i should have wrote everything down so i could repeat it in december <laughs> But yeah, who who's your breakout artist so far? Breakout or new artist? New artist. Um, new artist that actually has to be one of them would be Imer. Honestly, like I said in my six months draft, Imer is probably up there as an artist that I I didn't really pay attention to all too much, but when we started doing a little bit more coverage about her album and her singles, it was really really good and i've i've loved every minute of it so no imer's fantastic totally agree with you but besides that uh nothing much if i had to choose somebody what would be it for artists of 2019 be that it'd be eerie also again Hmm. it wouldn't be official he gave dantism (laughs) no it won't as much as I love them, it's, oh no, it's I, I mean, I, I was just making a joke, I, but yeah, it, I, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat because I'm like, eh, so. I, I like them, I like Pretender, I loved Yesterday, I I think that's actually probably their best song that I've heard so far, but yeah, the, I mean, they've had a phenomenal year, but it's not, I like they, they just haven't reached that like that upper echelon yet that I I just like where I crave their music. I have to get to that point where it's like you you. You you crave to listen to it like a like a junk food almost. Oh, and the the charm park also. Oh yeah, yeah. He is fantastic. I love that dude's voice. His English is superb. Well, I mean, oh my god, raised in L.A. of all things, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> but yeah, with that, let's continue on a little bit on the news here. There's only one piece of news here, and that is Judy and I is out again. I, <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, medical reasons is all it's stated, but I'm like, eh. you just got back. And just she's out. got back, and I, I have no idea, so who knows? Wish her speedy recovery. <laughs> at, least, at least she's not the center of a massive song when, when she bowed out so it's probably a little bit more convenient for so, uh akimoto i wonder what would have happened if there was a simbatsu again this year and she won oh my god and this this happened again <laughs> we really would have seen the end of the simbatsu <laughs> I, I think they're gonna bring it back next year but i, I like well, like i like yeah, I mean, if she gets voted in twice in a row, and and to be fair, if she's still in AKB because she's getting on up there, she's twenty four years old, and I think the average gra- graduation age is about twenty five, twenty six. So 
she's she's only got a couple of years left in the in the group and because of what happened last time i wouldn't be too surprised if she if the next time they do a simbatsu she doesn't win because they, a lot of people probably feel like she didn't get a fair shake because of what happened like she had a medical emergency and you know she gets voted to be you know this big simbatsu this is great huge honor and then you know immediately turn around and get sick and i i think like she's gonna get a second chance at being like like the big center of a akb 48 single so we'll, we'll we'll see what happens she's only featured a little bit in sustainable which i did find kind of interesting there's that one girl that she's been getting a she's not been center for a while, but she's been getting a lot of screen time lately, and I I can never remember her name. She's got short hair. Like that narrows it down. You mean the one that was the center for sustainable? No, um, the one that was the center for Jabba Jaw. That's who I'm talking about. Because the one the girl that's the the center that's of sustainable that was her very first time being the center. Well. <laughs> well, who knows? But it's gonna be a kind of a kick to the nard, so to speak. If 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 she gets put into center and then <laughs> says she's a, gonna be, that's her send off. That's gonna be a huge kick to the nards for the fans. That's uh, and that's true too. Because if I were to hear that and know that she was the uh, the center after, and then knew that she was going to be graduating soon after, then yeah, no, I don't think she would have won. She, her her rank would have been down. Oh, you're speaking of Okada Nana, by the way. Thank you. I, so many girls, it's hard to keep them all straight. Ah, she's the she's the leader of uh, Stew Forty Eight. You're right. <laughs> yeah, she she's the she's the captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is the captain of Stew Forty Eight. Yeah, but I'm like I've noticed like recently, even if she's not the center, like she's really been getting like a lot of. Like, like she's featured pretty heavily in in different music videos, and she's she is insustainable, almost more than the center. Like she's in that music video a lot. Well, maybe they're focusing her as the next center, but who who knows what I, what they're trying to do? Because honestly, like I said, I don't think this is gonna yeah. be the last year. I don't think the 48s are going to do so well. They've been under tiny little microscopes of things as of late, so... This is true, too. But yeah, you know, Junior, I have, I have no idea. I have no idea at all. But yeah, with that lovely little, little news of the Jurina aspect, let's continue on to the music corner. This week, you're up, Gray. So who did you choose? Well... As I mentioned earlier, this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. I've been watching Doc Stone as of late. And uh, there's a little rock band that does the opening of Dr. Stone, and that is the Burnout Syndrome. So I picked Burnout Syndromes this week for the music corner. I really, really got to enjoy Good Morning World, and I started listening to more of their music. And before I get too far into it, just a little background about the the group themselves. They did get started all the way back in 2005, so they've been around for a long time, but they only went major just like two or three years ago. Their major debut album came out in 2016, so they're really, as far as like 
big on the scene sort of stuff as far as like a major label goes has been really, really recent. So in that manner, they're still kind of a fresh young band. But they're a three-member rock band. Tayu Ishikawa is the bassist and backup vocalist. The lead singer and frontman is Kazumi Kamagai. And then the drummer is Takuya Hirose. And one of the reasons why I really picked this group is they are a three-member rock band and they are really talented. They, they can deliver like the, those hard riffs and, and really, you know, really good music and melody. But one of the reasons why I really picked them is I really find that I, I think like they write very interesting song compositions and, you know, they, they even though they're a three-member rock band, they're a little different than your typical three-member rock band. They, they they do have a fairly unique sound, and I really find that attractive and interesting, especially in an era where, I mean, three-member rock bands are a dime a dozen. Anybody can pick up. It feels like some, a lot of days, like, anybody can pick up a guitar and become popular, you know? And... You know, I'm not trying to rag on the guitar. Like, you know, I like it too. It's nice when, you know, like there's a three-member rock band and they just they just sound a little different than the next group and the group after them and stuff like that. Like, you take their song like Masamune and that, that sounds so different than what most other rock bands are really putting out. And it, it just... It, it's just... One of those groups that I think, like, once you d- dig down deep and you start listening to their music, I really think, like, you'll, you'll be kind of surprised by what you find. And, and yeah, I mean, they, they're a really, really good band. Uh, their first album was called Lemon. Their first major studio album was called Lemon. And it did come back out in twenty November of 2016. Peacock came out in just February of last year. And then... Earlier this year, Myojo came out in February as well. So they have three albums out total, and two of them are on Apple Music, so you can go check those out. They also have two albums from before they went major. I did not get a chance to listen to those two albums, so I can't speak to the quality of those, but I did listen to Lemon and Myojo, and both those albums are pretty rock solid. So... I do recommend those. Fly High is a really, really great song. Hikari Ray is also just a really, really good song. But for the article, I did choose Good Morning World because that's the song that they're kind of really high on right now. And that at the, that song, it, I don't think it's their most unique or most original song, but it is a really, really good showcase of just what these guys are capable of, especially in the rock department. They rock out pretty hard in this in this song. And... It's a really good showcase for Kazumi's vocals. I really think like that song really because he does have a very interesting voice. I it, it's funny. I when I started watching Doctor Stone, like the first time I heard it, like I wasn't. I actually didn't like the opening because I didn't like the lead singer's vocals. Like this is just it comes across as very different and kind of abrasive. But once I kind of got into it and I kind of got the feeling of his vocals and, and stuff like that. I actually grew to really, really like it and I really appreciate it. So I, this is burnout syndromes. I really, really did grow to like them and I really think they're worth checking out. Ken, what did you think of them? Uh, I mean, they're all right. They're, 
I liked a lot of their older stuff. Their 2016 stuff is fantastic. A lot of their new stuff, I mean, they're not breaking the mold, so to speak, but they're keeping it close to the chest of what their strengths was, and I can hear that from what their 2016 stuff was. They know what is good for them, and they base that their composition around that, which I love. So don't get me wrong. Like, Good Morning World, I mean, it's all right, but... I mean, if I were to listen to it every day for if I was watching to Dr. Stone or something like that, then probably I would get used to it. But, you know, the first couple, like four or five times I was listening to it, I, it wasn't clicking. But I was like, oh, I'll give their other songs a chance before I can quickly judge what their band or their sound is. And my goodness, a lot of their older stuff is fantastic. Fly High is an amazing song. Everything from that single, to be honest, is really, really good. So, like, Air Guitar Girl is really great. There's there's, there's a lot of things that they, they have that I just ended up really liking. But it, it was a lot of their older stuff, unfortunately. And that happens I wish sometimes. That, it's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, their new stuff is what it is, what it is. I think it was because of it being that the theme for this anime that they had to hit a certain note so to speak yeah but besides that a lot when they weren't tied to that restraint is fantastic like i said fly high is amazing if you guys have if that if that's any of recommend recommendation of mine that would be it yeah i mean not too bad man i like it <laughs> thank you thank you so. and and do know, I, I do like Burnout Syndrome. I don't know if this is a band for everybody. So give them a shot. Check them out by all means. But, you know, if you don't go walk away loving them, that's, that's perfectly fine, too. I, I don't think they're to all people's tastes. Yeah, I mean, they're, they are the typical Sony rock band. So if you guys don't like that typical style of what they signed, then you might not like this particular sound. But it is what it is, right? Yep. But yeah, I want to thank you for that as we just continue on to the Oricon here. But yeah, with that, let's move on to the Oricon. And God, I, you know, it it tasted like a soggy sandwich <laughs> where the bread was just horrible. But everything else in the middle was amazing. It, but, the, but the bread was god-awful. <laughs> Even by your own analogy, that that whole analogy is kind of back backloaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so number ten, it is Hare Token Abare Japanese by Festive, and this is pretty much we're getting into gear of Japan 2020 olympic mode because everything is going to be like we're japan and we do things this way kind of thing and this is two times like a thousand and i just need them to take a perkinson and calm the f down <laughs> this song is so hyperactive it's not remotely funny oh my lord when the song got going i i did not absolutely hate this song but i i could not re i could not recommend the song either it's just so... It's trying so hard. So, so hard. And it's just failing miserably. 
I'm just like, oh. It's, try- it's trying to capture that feel of Pon 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 by Katy Pami Pami, where it's just so out there that people are going to look at it. Yeah. But it's too out there to be like, ah, yeah, that crazy old Japanese girl's old baby going out there, doing them random things. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I just... I don't know. I, I did like that they had the English translation of the lyrics at the bottom of the music yeah, cause video. because the, they're, they're wrapping up the, the come to J- Tokyo kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, because this song was basically like, hello world, <laughs> we are Japan. And I'm like, oh, well. But yeah. Hare toke abare Japanese. So they lovely 15,248 copies. And, and they let you know they're Japanese too. They mention it like 19 times yeah, in that yeah, song. Yeah, no. <laughs> As if you, as if them singing in Japanese and it tip doesn't you tick off. you off there. <laughs> but yeah, going on up, it's number nine. It is Pretenders. This thing won't die. Who knows if we'll see it on next week? This is the lowest we've seen in a while. That that's true. This is very true. It, we could be seeing its, uh, you know, death rattle. So I mean, it is what it is. We haven't seen it in a while. We'll, we'll hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we'll be done with it. Like, I like the song, but I've really hit that point where I'm kind of really tired of talking about it. Like, I'm just ready to s- see something so. else. So, so like, number week, eight. This week it's So They Lovely 20,201. And continuing on to number eight is Koino Mega Lover and Suten Hasami Kata Naifu Dosu Kiss by Koro Nana More Momo. And... This is interesting. That's a that is a spicy understatement. <laughs> the song is so if you guys don't know, really interesting. Well, if you guys don't know, this is Maximal and the Harmon. They are a heavy metal rock band that's been a staple in the heavy metal industry for quite a long while. And this is their offshoot band. This is their like their second generation. And these two songs are covers. Yeah. By the band and quite no mega lover. It's probably one of their popular, more poppy songs because it does have a heavy, heavy metal tone, but there's nothing breaking the mold with it. So, of course, they would try to make it a little bit more poppy. As a person that listened to both, I understand what they're trying to do. It's it's all right. But for you, Gray, this is your first time listening to this song. What did you think about it? Yeah, I'd never heard of it. Well, I haven't heard the original, and I'm not the biggest heavy metal guy, so I'd, I don't know if I'd like it or not. But I really, I'm really conflicted with this song because there's a lot of aspects about this song that I genuinely love. I love the melody, I love the sound of the song, and just the way that it really flows, especially in the punk rock sections. But the way that they kind of broke this song up is like there's like a punk rocky sort of section, and then there's like this alternative rock sort of like emo section. Where they're screaming and 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 this lady in the background just sounds like she's dying of this brutal stab wound, and I'm just like, okay. But even in those moments, I still really like the song and the the rap so the rap break in the middle of it is just fantastic from top to bottom and everything in between. That that rap break was, oh my god, that was perfection. I I, just, I did like it. I I did like it. Like I I have like a couple of things personally I'd rip out like you wouldn't believe if I could. But even with those things in there, I still found no, I can't speak. 
I still found the song to be really enjoyable and a lot of fun. I Like I said, I really liked the melody of the song and just like the sense of the song and the way that it flowed. So definitely, de- definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I do prefer the original one better, but this is... This is one of their more popular poppy songs, so I understand the the hit that they were trying to do and the way that they did it is very very interesting. So I don't mind that quite as quite at all. But yeah, Coin Omega Lover sold a lovely twenty thousand seven hundred and fifty five points there. And going on up, it is Experience Greatness by Generation of Exile Tribe. Yeah, this song was probably the best song of the week. (laughs) I disagree with you, and you probably know why. But I will say this is a very close, if not tickling it second. Like, oh my god, this song was fantastic. I experienced greatness listening to this thing. It was so good. Oh my god. So, it's it's a fun, upbeat number good melody like one of those songs that get you up and dancing fun to move to and just really just one of those songs that if you're having kind of like a downer day you you play it and it just kind of perks you right up it's so good it's so good oh my lord this is great this is great what's what's very interesting you know who's in this in this music video who oh good old crazy boy (laughs) Man, I fell for that. You, t- you told me that joke off air, and I completely forgotten. Well, it's not a joke. He's actually in it, but I, I completely forgot. Crazy yeah. boy, he's in this. Crazy boy. That gone boy gone crazy. <laughs> well, but yeah, experience greatness is a really great song, and you know it's very, very personally motivating, and it's. It doesn't do the whole, you know, heavy dance number. It's a very uplifting song. Yeah. And that's what I don't mind from what Exile does or how they do this, how Rhythm Zone does this, how the Exile's label does this because they know their strengths. They can do this kind of thing on a dime where they can do a heavy dance infused mix and the next one be a ballad and then the next one be a more uppity song a more uppity ballad or dance song and then they can just rotate that and it all just works and it all just clicks and that's what i want in an artist honestly (laughs) so let me ask you this question so if you had to pick which song was better experience greatness or dreamers which one would you pick between those two Neither. <laughs> It'd be still yes we are. Yes we are is probably their best song this year. By any of the any of the exile exile tribes. But I'm talking songs. But I'm talking about exclusively generations from exile. Exclusively generations then experience. Hands down. So. Interesting. I mean Dreamers was good. Dreamers was amazing, but yeah. No. I've had dreamers on repeat for like the past like several weeks, so I, I'm I'm really interested to see like if experience greatness is going to mess up that that me re-listening to that constantly. It is also on Apple Music. You can go ahead and download this today. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Along with the next song that we're going to talk about. Aren't you happy about that? But Experience Greatness sold a lovely 21,106 points. And going on up to number six, it is Echo by Little Green, Little Glee Monsters. Um, so, aren't you happy that they opened their official YouTube channel and you can watch this fully live without any interference from Sony? It's magnanimous. Oh my lord, it's so magnanimous. And and of the songs to do it, I think Echo is probably their best song that they've dropped in a while. This thing is fantastic. Is like this is the girls on full display here. Their vocal ranges are in full. Just out like this song is so good and they they sing this song so well, so expertly done. You it in some ways it's a very mature song. Like I really don't think of this this being like the same group that did you know like Dakara Hitoli Janai. That that even though I loved that song, but it just feels like you know between that song and this song, like these are two radically different groups. This it feels like a much more mature song than what we typically hear from them, and you you really get to hear like their full vocal range. And man, the this song it's it's the best they've done in years. Like I I just realize I'm repeating myself, but it, it's. It's it's probably in my top five favorite little Glee Monster songs. Like, and the fact that it's already available in America seems to let me think that Sony believes in the power of Little Glee Monster too, or at least this song. I I was kind of hoping with like the new YouTube channel we'd see a new attitude toward international markets, at least with Little Glee Monster moving forward. We do have Echo; it is on there, so maybe that's a good sign. I don't know. We'll wait and see, but. I am really glad this is here. Well, I think my only beef is I wouldn't I wouldn't mind this being a little higher, honestly. Well, that's this your, song is just fantastic. your biasing going into place. That that is me biasing. Like that is one hundred percent true. But this was my favorite song of the week. So I mean, down. this is probably their best song, in my personal opinion. Their vocal strength is on point. And it's a good showing to their strengths. And I don't mind that. At all. I don't mind that. So you know, more props on them. And I hope that, you know, this little bit of a more mature tone continues on and they keep on, on evolving. Not to mention that I don't mind their older stuff. A lot of their older stuff is is really great. But this n- nicer new tone for a more vocal, more mature vocal style and composition is what they needed, I think. Yeah, Totally. Well, they, so. I mean, they have and they have to evolve and, and grow as a group. If they don't, like you're just going to lose fans because people will get tired of hearing what you do every week. So yeah, th- this is this is definitely you know a step in. I, I would I would make the argument the right direction. Like I said, I'm really eager to see what that next single is going to be now because this is such a mature step up from their old stuff. Is is the next single? after that going to be like that same direction or are they going to take a step back and do something a little bit more traditional for them where it's that you know well you know they raise the bar so high now so the thing is they either have to match it or they might lose fans with this new style so to speak yeah maybe i I don't know like i said but i don't know if echo is a one-off or not i'll i'll give it three no, two more singles after this new rebranding, because I think this whole new rebranding happened after they made their YouTube channel, so I don't mind that at all. That's true, too. So, 
and I will say I really like the dresses in the music video too. I like I like how they had like these lights glued on their dresses, like these red lights and stuff. It looked really cool. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. I'll be looking forward to their next release a little bit more now. But yeah, Echo sold a lovely twenty one thousand seven hundred and four points there, and going on up, it is Yuake Made Cioi Kara. By Nogizaka46. We said all we what we needed to say last week, so or two weeks ago now, so it's it's fine. Nothing really changed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Still feel the same. Number five, uh, to, to sell the lovely 22,864 points. Going on up, it is Uma Toshika by Yunezu Kenshi. Nothing really changed. It's still one of their his better songs here. Oh, I forgot. This would probably be on there either on my top five, too. Oh, so there's my five. <laughs> <laughs> there's your five. Yeah. There's my yeah, five. This is a great song. This is a great song, but I, I really get the feeling like this is going to turn into Pretender where it's like we just get tired of seeing it and having to talk about it all the time. So I think that's like probably one of like the negative side effects of doing the show like this is... Um, you know, we, we get exposed to some a little bit more than um, what the average person does. So it'll be interesting to see if we're still high on this song in several months' time. I think we will be, but I, I don't know. I think I think if it stays on here like Pretender has, there could be a little fatigue attached to it. It'll, it'll be, be interesting, interesting to, see. to see. But regardless, this week it sold 32,729 points. And going on up, it is... Don Dance Danceu by A T A B C to Z. So this is the cheese on the sandwich. <laughs> I think that's adequately put. It's not bad. It, it's, it's, it's not certainly... bad. It could be greater than what I think could be for this group. And you know, it's a great song to end on if this is gonna be the last single for the year. It's it's really good. I I wouldn't kick it out of bed for cheese. I wouldn't run out of the store. It's there. It's really great. But I wouldn't be like, I got to buy it right now. <laughs> no, I, I didn't get that feeling either when I listened to it. Like It's it's a fun little dance tune. And you might even if, like if, say like if you were driving down the road, you might turn it up just a little bit and shake it a little bit. But I, I, I don't see, I, to me, I don't see this as like something purchasable. It's not like Party by De Pump, you know? It's like, it's like it ain't that good. But, you know, it's still serviceable. It still gets the job done at the end of the day. Yeah, and you know what's funny is, like, I, for me personally, if I were to get this on a sale or something, or if it was available on Apple Music, I'm not too sure I haven't checked. But if it is, I'd probably get it. But it's I'm, I'm not going to be like, ah, I'm going to spend the full price for That's this. Fair. I would wait to, you know, go, like, book off or something and get it then, but... But yeah, it's so they lovely 44,428 points. And going on up to number two. So, I mean, I I guess I would call this the sauce on the sandwich. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Only if the sauce is something nasty. So if you're like me and hate mayonnaise, it'd be mayonnaise. So it is Mita, uh, Mita, Ken, by, Mita Ken Horizon by Aquars. And, you know, if... I don't mind Aquars. You know, Love Live, it is what it is. It's the monster beast. This is the group that will make them money for them. This is their Rosalia, pretty much, for Bang Dream. Pretty much, yeah. And, you know, if you were to say that this song 
and festive was sung by the same people, I would believe you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it it's so different. Yeah, so Mi- Mita Ken Horizon sold a lovely 46,191 points. And th- think, speaking of things oh, of wanting on. to end, number one, it's Vampire by oh. iZone. And... Yeah, uh, no, uh, this is it. I'm done. I am done with Izum. I am. I'm done. This is the third single. They have done nothing. They have done nothing. In their defense, impress me. This is by far their best song. This is their best song, but <laughs> it's, it's still a, really bad. It's a, still a stinker. It's a five out of ten. If I were to oh rank God. this song, it would be a five out of ten. All their other songs was like a two and a three. Yeah, their their other songs are not listenable, but this song is very passable. So by by the the, the super low bar standards that the t- first two songs set, this is a vast improvement. And even then, it's still just like I I mean like I've, I've really gotten to the point where anytime I see their name, I'm just kind of dreading the song now. Like that that that's where I'm at with this. Like I don't like them and. I, I really don't think they're doing anything new, interesting, or unique. It, I mean, if you had a solid melody in a song, at least maybe I could say, well, at least the stinking thing's catchy. But even Vampire doesn't even live up to be catchy. I'm just like, I don't know what this is. And it's just like, it's it's music. It's it's music to it. It's I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. This is, it's not good. It's not good. And, and, I get that because of what it's supposed to be, there's going to be a heavy Korean influence. But I feel like song after song after song, it really is way more Korean influence than it is Japanese. And it's supposed to be split down the middle. And I just don't feel like there's a whole lot of Japanese influence in a lot of the music. I would say Vampire has the most Japanese influence in, in, in the music. But even then, again, it's just passable. I'm like, if... I, I think they had like this really cool opportunity to really bridge the the gap and really make like something that sounds both Korean and Japanese at the same time. And and I think that would be really kind of cool. And they have not done it. Uh, maybe it's impossible. Maybe it's impossible. But I, I just this this right here is is not good. It, it's just it, it's it's just it's serviceable. And that's all it is. That's all it ever will be. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm I'm done. I'm done with Isa. I don't care. I don't care. It's there's <laughs> not enough oh. things in the world for me to care about Isa. They tried. They uh, like I said, they tried. This is their best song by far. But uh, going from a three to a five ain't really doing anyone's praises there. Yeah. No, it's it's not. And you know, it, it I, really I I gotta ask like uh, the the my friends that listen to the Korean stuff. I I have no idea. Maybe they might like like it more than I do, but because this is so yeah, because yeah, it, it is so heavily Korean influenced. It, it's I, there. I it's know. so hard. I have no idea. Oh no, you're one hundred percent right. And, and and maybe that's why we don't like these songs is because they're so Korean influenced. But again, like that kind of goes back to my point. You know, this is supposed to be half Korean, half Japanese group. And I just feel like it's so Korean 
the, like there's no Japanese influence whatsoever almost. In the first two songs, there wasn't any at all. There's a little bit in Vampire, but man, it's it's hardly there. And, and like I said, like it, it feels like a shame because like this could really be like a cool moment where you have like this cultural divide that you split. But I just feel like the Japanese girls are there just to be Japanese. Like I, like it's just like I don't feel like they're contributing to 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 the music or the song. Like what what was the whole point of Izone if all it is is a half if 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 it's half Japanese girls, half Korean girls, but all the music's basically Korean and sung in Korean style and Korean styled music. I'm like, well, what, what is the point? What makes them different from Twice? Other than Twice actually puts out good music on occasion. Like, even even Twice's Korean stuff is good. Like, like I just don't get what this group is supposed yeah, to be doing. I, I don't know. I don't want it to be another one of these iZone podcasts again where we're just dumbing down on them. But, yeah, I, I have no idea. This whenever they come up again if they if their fourth single just freaking wows me and be like yes yes i finally understand then i'll be like okay this is progression it will be the yunezu kenshi effect where we finally understand but we don't they are still just doing the same old thing same old korean ass korean thing just singing korean at this point yeah They'll do much better on the mini album side. They'll, they don't need to cater to the Japanese side already. They're just catering to the Japanese side because of the three members that are Japanese at this point. Oh, I thought it was six no, and that, six. No, it's like majority Korean. Oh, that's, that's just as bad. Wait, never yeah, mind. So, Vampire sold... It sold 200,781 points, but... I don't know how long it's been on here because it was pre uh, did do digitally like two weeks before, and I don't know how the initial digital numbers did, but yeah, the because the release date here was yeah, that's the, 13th the of that, that's the digital which release was two date. weeks ago. So like when it got to streaming and stuff like that. So, who knows. I don't care. It's it is what it is. But yeah, uh, let's uh, yeah. continue on to the album side real yeah. fast here. First is Turntables by Take Uchi Maria, cornerstone of the industry. Good on her for coming back again. Then Arashi Five X Twenty. All good, good, good. Daikyu by Green. All good, good, good. And then I have no idea what this is, but <laughs> I don't know either. Is is it the Beatles? Yeah, yeah, it looks like the Beatles. What well, was released fifty years ago? <laughs> Abbey Abbey Road. Abbey Road was released. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see. I see Abbey Road now. So yeah, Abbey Road yeah, yeah, got Abbey a, Road. a re-release. That did well. Perfume, the best P cubed, also did well. It's still on there. Eight O Seventeen Volume Three, Seventeen Korean Group, still on there. Disney, 
Disney Koi Himesama Voice Star Dream Selection 2. That is Final Fantasy words right there. <laughs> that is fa- that is Final Fantasy word salad in a nutshell. Not there because Disney is amazing. Uh, Memories by Satomi's on there. It looks like anime, but I'm not gonna judge. Feel special, which is Twice's new Korean album, is on there. And the love covers by Jay Jong. Which is good because Jay Jong is probably one of the male artists that I'll probably keep keep my eye on for Korean side anyway. I wonder if these are all ballads. It probably is. <laughs> With a song with a name like Love Covers and like if you like just looking at the uh, the cover of it where he's face palming himself like it's only seven songs. Oh, that's because he's Korean. Korean's in their seven their seven track album things. Gets me every time. With that, you can check us out on all the lovely social media sites at ongakadu on Twitter, Instagram. You can check out the site at ongakadu.com. You can check out our YouTube page where hopefully we'll be putting out a lot more stuff than we have been. We'll use it. Yes. Give, that's the goal, at least. Give us a like, subscribe, pound that subscribe button. Uh, I don't know. Ring that bell for the notification. <laughs> Ring the bell. Yep, we, we drop, drop every, every Tuesday. Tuesday. I don't drop every Tuesday. Well, I drop, I'd sleep, but... I double drop it. I Actually, I triple drop every Tuesday. Wham. <laughs> hey, I got a triple post. <laughs> yeah, you can also follow our two affiliates. Who are you, Hunter? He is a Twitch streamer. He does all the horror games. He's actually got into a team. I don't know. Yeah, I saw that. I think it's called Redirect. I think it's called Team Redirect, and they're a bunch of uh, speedrunners, it looks like, for horror games. So that's good on him. It's the next evolution for his brand. So if you guys are yeah. inter- interested, you can follow him at twitch.tv slash Hunter. K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also follow him at Twitter and Kodu. K-O-K-U-S-A-I. K-O-R-Y-U. And you can also follow our other uh, other affiliate, TimberTaff. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right. And you can follow him at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also follow him on twi- uh, Twitter on t- at TimberTaff. But yeah, it's going to be a while, but, you know, we're heading up this lovely, lovely thing called our f- our first meetup in, like, years. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen each other since 2014, so it's been five years, bud. Yeah, so we'll be doing a lovely, lovely special episode. You might see me on lose on Kyo's Twitch stream. You won't see my face. I'm I, I'm very, very prepared for that, so yeah. What luchador mask are you wearing? I'm not saying. I'll ruin the surprise. <laughs> At least you got invited to be on his stream. I have not been, so... Well, I don't know it, what I'll be it, doing that it's night. It's not like I was invited to be on. I just asked him, are we doing something? He goes, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, well. But, yeah, expect some special things behind the scene because it's going to be a long time since we've seen each other. It's been five years. So, expect. We'll yep. be doing our first episode in person. Uh, <laughs> that'll actually be my next episode. Just as a quick heads up, I won't be on the next two weeks. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be steering the ship yeah. away from the light, 
landmine supposedly so yeah i i told uh I told my girlfriend earlier today, I was like, hey, I don't have to record the show next week so we can go out on a Friday night like normal, like a normal couple. And she started laughing. <laughs> well, but yeah, you can find me at on Twitter at OTYKen1. You can find our lovely, lovely Luna at LunaMurray87. You can find Renford at RenfordD. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me at Ongaku Gray, where I'll be tweeting about what I've been listening to. And that'll be the only way to really know what I'm doing. So follow me there. I will keep you guys in touch. Yeah, you can follow me if you want to just see random bang dream news. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I can concur. <laughs> like, what what, what, the, what the hell's going on here with all these sayers? I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Ungakadu You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. And this is Gray signing off. I'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye.